Welcome back to Here's the Deal. I am your host, Kylie Larson, and today we are joined by Kathy Savage, digital fitness maven. So Kathy is an internationally recognized fitness and brand confidence strategist who is located in Boston, and she has been featured on MTV, ABC News, and Fox News. And to be honest with you all, if it were not for Kathy and her paving the way, I wouldn't be able to do what I do today. She was literally the first person to start this online fitness business way back in the day. And you'll hear in the day, you'll, you will hear in the podcast her say, like when WWW first came alive. So Kathy is talking to us about the evolution of the online fitness industry. And she's also talking to us about having a personal brand and Those of you who are not entrepreneurs, those of you who do not have your own business, you still have a personal brand because what people say about you, what people think about you, that is your brand. And she helps empower women to have a brand that says, I am confident, I am strong. So you are going to get so much from this podcast. I know I ended this podcast feeling so excited and so fired up, so many great takeaways. So please enjoy this episode and make sure you check out Kathy on Instagram. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am very excited. I know I always say that, but for real, very excited today to be talking with Kathy Savage, who is a maven in our industry. She is a trailblazer. She is a thought leader. She is an empowerer. Thank you for being here, Kathy. Oh, you're welcome, Kylie. It's so good to be here. So, of course, I know you and I know lots about you, but just in case there's anyone out there that's not familiar, can you tell us? a little bit about who you are first, and then we'll talk about where you came from. God, who I am. Well, I am someone who, I'm a woman who has been in love with the fitness and wellness world for the last 35, 40 years. Uh, Yes, I have been in the industry that long. Uh, Pioneer of the digital process in fitness, online, when online began type type situation. I just fell in love with fitness right out of college and in college and decided to build my own fitness business. At the time, there were no online coaches. Online wasn't even a thing when I started and um, just kind of pioneered a whole different way to reach out to people through the online process when the online process began. But I started niching into the competitive fitness world. That's where a lot of people knew me from MTV and a lot of other television gigs Um, just getting people into the best shape of their life. And from there, my business snowballed. Um, Wife, two children, they're 17 and 19, and live in Boston. I think that's pretty much it. That's fantastic. In a nutshell. So, and that's honestly the reason I initially reached out to you is because you are the reason that I have been able to do what I do. Like digital fitness was not a thing until you made it a thing. So (laughs) what... 
what changes have you seen since that date back in? I mean, what year would you put on that, Kathy? God, when WWW began. <laughs> so like, I'm not even kidding. When I was in college, computers look like furnaces and they spit out little dots. And like, that's how far this goes back. But I'll never forget, um, it was kind of in the early 90s, if you will, and there were Yahoo groups online. This was before MySpace, this was before everything. And the reason why I started doing it was not because I was this tech genius at all. It was, I got a television show and I was going to a lot of competitions, so I was getting a lot of notoriety and I couldn't, con I, I had to organize all the people that were coming to work with me because of, I was lucky enough to get a lot of media. And the way I looked into it was, oh, there's these things called Yahoo groups where you could literally talk to people at the same time. And that's how my online program began. It was, I just couldn't access people fast enough in person. So I utilized the the qualities that we now just take for granted in those early stages of the internet. And it's funny, I, you know, it, that's how I say it, the internet, because that's what it was. It was this way to connect all my clients together and scale my time so that people wouldn't have to fly to Boston to see me. They could just connect with me online. And that's how it began. There was no playbook. And I just kind of made it up as I went along. It's crazy. Uh, it is crazy to think, I mean, you know, I also had a business coach when I first started. So I had someone who had a roadmap for me. You didn't have, you had to make the roadmap. Yeah. I, it, it, it's quite comical, but you know, it's throwing spaghetti on the wall, but you know, as, as online was becoming more of a thing, so was I with it. And I was very open to it. I know, I remember a lot of personal trainers were not, they, they just were not, they wouldn't kind of be vulnerable and open to it. And I learned along the way and I just applied it to the vision that I had for my business and the purpose that I wanted to really come to life, which was just connecting with women all over the world. And this was my vehicle to do it. So was that your vision, that connection? Yes. Yeah, it really was. I remember, you know, when I would be working with people um, and they would come in and out of the gym and I used to make sure that they would stop the, each woman. Like, so if I had a one o'clock appointment, I'd end her five minutes early so that the two o'clock girl could meet her. Cause I thought that was really important for people who were going to compete together. And that's how I kind of invented that team concept within competitive fitness that the girls started meeting together. And that was not a thing. Like when I competed in fitness, everybody was every man for himself and you don't talk to anyone. And so that whole process began. So connection has pretty much always been a vision for me because I feel like women just supporting each other through that process would lead them to a higher level of success together. And so I would say that was really the vision behind it was just to have this connective piece, this, this collaboration of women who, even though they competed against each other, they supported each other along the way. And it's beautiful because 35 years later, they're all still friends and uh, they still get together. And so that legacy of going way back to even modern day, um, they're all still connecting long after their days of fitness are over. So I think that was the ultimate vision. I'm not sure if I knew that then, but that's kind of how it progressed. I know, I mean, you don't 
you're not in that arena anymore, correct? Like the fitness you know, positions? It's funny, people will come and they'll say, hey, can you get me ready for a show? And we still do it, uh, but not at the level of what we did. Uh, coaches that you know, do that. I, I just, I tip my hat to them. I do a lot of referrals out. They'll come to me first and then I'll make sure that they're with someone who's safe and healthy because we did it differently. We were all natural. We didn't do a lot of the things or compete in a lot of the shows that people who did extreme measures would. We stayed in a more of a all American family friendly type uh, brand. And uh, so, no, I think, you know, with evolution, I really care more about women and not just for the stage. I really want to help them with their life. I mean, that's always been the story. Um, I never really worried if they won the trophy. I wanted to make sure that they were healthy enough to have children later, or I wanted to make sure that they could pay their mortgage. And so the story hasn't changed, but we've just focused more on the lifestyle uh, part of the journey, as opposed to getting up on stage and winning a $40 trophy and nobody knows what you did. I just don't know if that's enough for women anymore. I agree. And, and that's why I asked that, like, is the vision still the same? The connection of these women around the world, just in a different arena. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that women used to compete in fitness to maybe elevate their brand, of course, but now you have Instagram and you have social platforms that weren't around back then. So you can create a brand on Instagram without ever stepping on stage and have the same impact that you did maybe if you won a world championship. So there's so many other options now. Uh, I, I do love competitive fitness. I think it's a wonderful journey for people when they do it right and they put their health first. Um, but unfortunately, there's another whole end to it where they're not putting their health first. And that always bothered me. Um, it still bothers me, but you know, that's kind of humanity. Sometimes you go down the wrong road and just got to bring women back to really what's important. And that is their well-being. It's so funny. I was listening to, again, another episode of someone's podcast that you were on and I did, you know, do the whole show thing. To me, I think it's like a bucket list thing. Like you said, it's a great for a woman to see what she can do and all of that. Um, but I was like, you know, what would really make this better? Where's the talent portion? Where's the like feats of strength. I feel like there could be more to it, but again, we're not there anymore and we moved on. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, agree I, don't more, I don't care so much about how you look. I want to know what you want to do with your life. What excites you, what you want to be a part of. Those are the things that really interest me now. Yes. So back to the online. I mean, clearly, so at the inception of the internet, there you were, <laughs> obviously things have changed for you and your business. Um, what trends and changes have you seen? Because just a few examples would be, I know a lot of times it would just be like a digital download ebook, and now it's more like a group setting. So what else have you seen change? Yeah, I mean, it's been wonderful to watch the evolution because people who are now involved are so creative with it. So you can actually do anything right? So before it was just maybe, I mean, you go way back, the biggest connection was an email connection. Uh, then you got a group connection. Then you had social platforms. Now you can have neighborhoods within your websites to connect with people. And I feel like it's getting better and better. Zoom, Skype, 
all of these things. I never could do that. So I could look at you right now through Zoom and you could stand up, do a turn, and I could say, you know what, Kylie, get rid of, uh, let's, let's give you some more starches. You look a little flat. Let's do this. So the ability that trainers, and we're just talking about personal trainers now on a nutrition level, they have so much more capability because of video and visual. And that wasn't the case back then. So the ability to literally go into someone's living room and act as if you are sitting right next to them and providing them with so much education and inspiration and motivation is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so our ability to reach out and reach to people that we could never have reached out to decades ago is improving and the quality in which they're they're doing that. So I see that um, in the industry that we're both in, people are getting really great. They're getting, you know, from texting, voice texts to community messages, to online courses, to one-on-ones. I mean, I feel like every, every trainer should have a myriad of a menu of services, if you will. And now we're able to offer so many things, one-on-one coursework, group coaching. It's endless. It's endless. And I think it's going to get even better because more creatives are coming into our industry. And that's a good thing. I think so too. I think, and I think the quality is going to get better too. You know, just like you said, um, there are some not so great coaches out there that will get people ready for shows doing things they shouldn't be doing. And you could also be working with a nutrition coach that doesn't know what they're doing. And that's going to allow those of us who do have integrity and do know what we're talking about to rise above. So we can't sleep on this opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I just gave the glasses half full, but unfortunately and this is where your your viewers are so lucky that they have someone like you is everyone in the everyone's a coach right now everyone everyone can call themselves a coach it's like friday you're a regular person and then you take some online class for 10 minutes and then monday you show up as a coach like i used to call it the add water and shake like friday you're a regular person monday you show up as a coach as opposed to those of us like yourself and myself we have education we have wisdom we have you know so much experience that Oftentimes, the slick and hypey uh, coaches who haven't really built anything, and you see this a lot with business coaching, Uh, I always say to people, well, what business have you built? I'm a business coach. Again, Friday, I'm a fitness coach. Monday, I'm a business coach. Where did that happen? You need to be able to build and show people what you've done. Mm -hmm. Um, So the consumer is at a disadvantage because if someone's really fun and charismatic on on camera, they could tell you that they've done a lot of different things. And I see it a lot. So the consumer has to be very smart because as things get better in a connective piece, we also have to be mindful that there are people out there who are claiming to be what they're not. So while it's great that we have so many opportunities to present ourselves as coaches and mentors, the consumer has to be mindful of who they're going to open their wallet to, to make sure that they're valid. Absolutely. You really have to do as a consumer, put on that critical thinking hat and ask all the questions and look for the testimonials, whether it's a business coach or a personal trainer, nutrition coach. Let's talk about how you're working with women now. What what does this look like? You're you still have that same vision, but it's a little different how you do it. Yeah, it's very different. Um, I'm really more now in the marketing and business piece 
uh, for women who want to build something online, whether it's mostly health and wellness, um, a lot of beauty, beauty entrepreneurs, because that's so big right now, love doing that because I've done it. And so I'm still developing and being that stage mama, because that's what I was, you know, I remember pushing some of the people that we know and love, some of the most famous people on social platforms started with me. And it was me just being their hype woman, just literally throwing them on stage. You're going, we're getting you in front of the microphone in front of the magazine. So it's still doing that, but more for women who want to build a strong brand and a strong presence online or in person. So I'm really doing more of that than, you know, the nutrition and training piece. It's so important but I know a lot of people are so good at it, like yourself. And uh, I'm really kind of in that stage of my life where I want to teach and be an educator and show women the right way how to build a brand. Not a lot of people think they got to do all these crazy things and they don't. So that's kind of my calling right now. That's how I work with women, both just in that piece of taking care of themselves while they're building something epic for their family or for themselves. And then the business piece as well. I love it so much because we are supposed to evolve. Like, right. It wouldn't be, you wouldn't be reaching your full potential if you just stayed and doing what you were doing. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it sounds like you've been called for more and you know that and you answered that call. Yeah. You know, I've always done it. I've always done the business consults and uh, doing a lot of corporate stuff for high achieving women. I've always done that on the side of fitness and I think 2020 was that pivotal moment for me when the, when everything happened. And I said, you know what, where can I serve? Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget. I did a alumni call with my alumni group and there were, God, there were like, I don't know, the alumni group of the college I went to has over a hundred thousand people. And they asked me to do a zoom about emerging through this crisis. How do we do that? And after the call, after it was broadcasted, I had so many people, I like to call them regular people, meaning not fitness people, <laughs> uh -huh. reached back and they were like, I I've never heard someone talk that way about managing life and taking care of yourself and well-being and wellness um, through stress and how to handle stress and how to be good at my job without taking my health, you know, putting my health in the back row. And that floored me. And I knew that that was really more of my priority right now to show people how to shift into a life of well-being while chasing that corporate office or chasing that business they want to build. Again, I always did it, but now I wanted to do it in a bigger capacity um, because a lot of the people, the fitness icons that I worked with wanted to build something bigger than just compete. And that's what I love doing. I loved helping them find their voice and find their brand and then watch them soar. So I've always done it, but I'm doing it at a bigger capacity right now. That's one of the things that um, really draws me to you. I personally have always had this sense of, well, there's got to be more. This can't be it. And I feel like you had a similar sense, whether it was the old fitness competitions or now with everything that you're doing now, like there's got to be a better way and you can do it your way. Right. You said the F word family, <laughs> not that F word, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> so we haven't talked about family yet. I mean, we, we know you've got two kids. Um, and I think it's interesting 
So many entrepreneurs, they want to run their own business so they can control their schedule. But then all of a sudden, you're not in control of your schedule anymore and you're being pulled in all directions. Um, but you, you've mastered this, it sounds. How I, do you do it? <laughs> I, I would say with everything I've done achievement-wise in my career, um, which has been pretty good, I'm just not going to lie, I'm pretty yeah great and proud of what I've done. Uh -huh. None of that um, even compares to my role as a mom. It's always been the centerpiece and I've worked around it. Uh, never had a nanny, never had a babysitter. And people who have nannies and babysitters are smarter than me, but I just didn't have it. But I'm not saying it's, you, you should do that. You, sh you should definitely get help. Um, but you know, the reason why it has worked so well for me, because I started when my babies were babies. I had a business before I had children. Um, I always put them as the centerpiece and I worked around them. Mm -hmm. So my boundaries were really tight right from the beginning mm -hmm. because anything that they did came first. And I was brought up that way with my parents. So I was able to kind of juggle it around. I, I really did well with my time management. I wouldn't you know, book, I never booked people back and back to back to back to back when I had kids, because I always knew that something could go wrong. Yeah. And so I time, I just padded my schedule. And I always say this to young moms, pad your schedule with times just in case. Mm -hmm. And that way, as an entrepreneur, you don't get behind because you can't, you know, when people say, um, you know, you have non-negotiables. That doesn't even make sense when you're a mother. Like if the school calls and you have to pick up your child, you don't say, well, my, my workout is my non-negotiable. I'll get there when I get there. That you don't time block a diaper change. Like these things don't, don't, they're not real, <laughs> you know? So I always block the time and pad the time in to make sure my kids are number one and I work around their schedule. So they're the centerpiece like a table and everything else revolves around them. And it has served me well. I've said no to a ton of things, but nothing that would compare to me being at my daughter's recital or my son's last basketball game or all of those things. And it just works out when you put your family first. Um, and people respect that as well. And so you've got to look at that too, from a branding perspective, uh, people will always, if you ask someone what my brand is, someone will always mention that I put my family first because they've seen me do that. And I think that's important as women, as entrepreneurs, we can't forget those moments that we wanna be there for. And guess what? You can have it all. You can. That's why we're doing all of this too. I, right. You know, and that applies to, to so many other things, like being so firm in who you are. Here's a small example. When a woman is trying to, um, you know, eat better and she goes to uh, a social function and someone will say, well, why don't you just have another glass of wine? And, you know, she gets all wishy-washy and, ah. Uh, no, if you are firm in who you are, people respect you even more and they will not give you pushback. Yeah, I, you know what, I, my mother was just incredible <laughs> because I have really had to learn about the mechanics of why women aren't confident, oh. like why, why they don't have posture and position of being able to be firm in their, in their truth. Um, 
And I feel like that is a, gosh, like I do that all the time. I even remember when I was doing nutrition and training and I used to say to people, if I could only just diet someone for a living, like it would be so much easier, but you have to deal with all these self-limiting beliefs and lack of confidence. And I talk a lot about brand confidence and asserting yourself and walking into a room and saying no as a complete sentence instead of, no, I'm sorry, I can't drink the wine. I, you know, no, I don't want a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is a huge mission I have right now is instilling that brand confidence into people so that not only for your brand, so you show up as that person who Kylie's this strong woman who is leading this amazing team of coaches who are uh, just being there for their clients and getting results for their clients and doing all these things, but also as a mom and showing up the same way, um, whether it's an opportunity that you may have to say no to, or a client who is reaching over your boundaries, it is so important for you to instill that confidence in all aspects of your life as a woman. Mm -hmm. And we need to be better at that. We need to assert our power Mm -hmm. and our ability to say no when we want to say no and yes when we want to say yes. And I think women as a whole, I don't know, we compare ourselves. I've never compared myself to anyone. I just don't do that. And I don't want anyone I work with to do that. So I teach them how important it is to be that woman who shows up and is sure of themselves. Yes. I think we all need to really work on that. I do. And it's so interesting. I have always been drawn towards really powerful women. I don't know what it is about them. It's probably the confidence. I just love being around powerful women. And I see, you know, I see all sides of it. That's the blessing of getting to work with so many women. Um, You you can learn about yourself. You learn about people. Um, But it's the confidence like, great. Yeah. Let's lose 10 pounds, whatever. But can we, the gaining of the confidence, changing the job, whatever, that's the real good stuff, I think. Yeah. And you've probably seen it with your clients. You know, they have these amazing goals and you get them there. And what we often forget to tell women when they have these goals of, you know, getting into the best shape of their life with you or, achieving that, you know, getting into that vacation bathing suit that they wanted to, I'm sure you are a pro at at that. What happens is it enhances all other areas of their life. Mm -hmm. And so it isn't even the weight loss. It's the, it's the ability to change something and Mm -hmm. see a goal through from start to finish. I remember I used to say that to the girls on stage. I used to say, this is not about a win. It's not about the magazine cover. And my clients will say the same thing. It wasn't about the magazine cover. It was the journey to that magazine cover and knowing that I could do anything far beyond the magazine cover. It was, it was the world was open to me. And knowing that and feeling that way is just liberating. So if it comes from a transformation through Kylie or just building something amazing, you take that confidence and you let it enhance your relationships, your family life, your spirituality, all of it. And we can have that all. We yes. really, it's a muscle. It's a spiritual muscle that we have to work on. Absolutely. I love that too, because I definitely don't ever want to just be known as like a weight loss person. I even tell people, if you're just here to lose weight, 
Um, I'm going to give you your money back because I want more from you. I want you to want more from me. But um, it's so powerful. So well, you're, of- you're not a trainer. You're a coach. Yeah, I'm a coach. Yeah. Personal trainer counts reps, nothing against them, but right. you go to a personal trainer, <clears throat> they count your reps and that's wonderful, mm-hmm. but you're a coach, you're a mentor. So a coach wants to see the end game. A mentor wants to see the end game. Why do you want to lose the weight? Why is it important for you? Here's your forecast of your goals. This isn't just lose two pounds a week. And I think that's what I love about what you're doing is that you're looking beyond the weight and you're seeing it for other things that are, are in the vision of, of what your client is. And I think we owe that to people. It isn't just like you said about one thing, it's about all of it mm-hmm. and it all relates. It all flows into each other. And you're right. We do owe that to them because when you have that, you know, how great it feels. I mean, I'm not saying there's not hard days. We all have hard days, but you want everyone else to be able to have this. Like, why are you staying stuck there? Yes. Ownership. Do you ever struggle with people finding, taking ownership for stuff? Yes. <laughs> all the time. Oh my God. Absolutely. They want to stay in that victim mentality and they want to stay stuck to their story of victimhood. And what I always do with people is they'll tell their story. You know, it all started when, you know, my boyfriend broke up with me. And I have them tell me the story. And then I, when they're done, I say, repeat it. And they say it again. And then I say, okay, tell me it again. And then this is when they get mad, but it's the process of coaching. And after about the fifth time, I say, are you sick of your story yet? Because I am. Don't ever tell me again. Get over it. Get over it. Um, I think that <laughs> I do. I really do. Because I think we stay stuck. And we have to understand that no one's coming to save you. No one's going to do it for you. You have to do it. So you know this when you have someone who has this remarkable transformation and they want to owe it all to you. And, you know, we always say, yes, we guided you, but you have to do the work. I can't help you get up and not reach for the donut. I'm not, I don't live with you. So Mm -hmm. it's a self-starting program. You have to have some Mm self-motivation. So we as mentors can coach and guide But in the end, you have to take ownership for the wins and the losses. And we have to get better at that. I can't stand victimhood. People know not to do it with me because I just do exactly what I just said. And then they feel terrible, but they feel good because they get over it. I love it. I mean, that's so great. So the last thing I want to ask you about is um, branding, because even if you are not like a personal brand, even if you are not an entrepreneur, everyone has a personal brand. I mean, how you show up at work, that's your personal brand. How you show up at all the other things that you do. What are, like, how do you guide women specifically to create a personal brand that they're proud of? Mm, What tips do you have to? It is such a process and it's not your logo and it's not your colors. It's none of those things. Those are pretty and fun, Mm -hmm. but it's an energy. Your brand is an energy. And through the discovery process, uh, I went to school for marketing and I've done like Ivy League certifications post-college through uh, different universities and stuff. So, you know, there's a psychology behind it. There's choreography behind brand development, but it's the essence of, of who you are and what energy you give off. And that's kind of like an intangible, but there is a tangible tactical way to figure it out through discovery, 
um, who your audience is, but that's not as important as the energy that you have. Like what, what fills you up? Who are you? What do you like? What do you not like? Um, it needs to be really clear. People know exactly what I like and they know exactly what I don't like. They know I like this. They know I like that. And that's really where every woman needs to spend time. It's in that discovery process, but there's brand confidence, there's brand identity, but it all rolls up into the energy that you want to give off and that you give to others. What do people think of you? How do you make people feel when you leave the room? That's, that's like a legacy of a brand that no matter how old you are, you need to spend time there. Every woman needs to spend time there, whether they're just showing up at the PTA meeting and they're running for president of the PTA or they're trying to build something magnificent online. It's the same. And we all have to spend time there and, and mat, let it marinate. And I love doing that with people. That's kind of my what lights me up is just really pulling that out of people because everybody has something unique and specific. It's just, you gotta get in there and really search for that energy. I am obsessed with this word energy because everyone who, if you're listening to this and you are not in this industry, it does not matter because energy is everything. And if you are not taking care of yourself, your energy will not be there. This is why you have to take care. This is not about six packs and being lean and whatever. This is about you having the energy to show up the way that you want to show up once you have done this discovery. Oh yeah. I mean, you know it, like, you know, when you're around someone and you just say, and this has nothing to do with their body, but like they're heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when someone talks on a zoom call, <clears throat> I'll say you're very heavy right now, not body, but you're, what you're giving off mm -hmm. is not your best light. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's finding the light, that lighthouse, if you will, that North star where you're feeling really good about yourself and all things are, are kind of in alignment. And that's the energy that people need to search for. Because again, we all have it. it. It isn't the way you look. It's the intangible feeling that you're giving off when you're talking to someone. And I hope every woman finds it. I do too. So you actually inspired my Monday um, Instagram post. Again, I was listening to another podcast you were on. Um, <laughs> And you were saying something similar. And I was like, yes, like everyone's got it, but not everyone uses it. So let's use it. Yeah. God, life is so short. Use it for crying out loud. The world needs your energy. The world needs your voice. And there's enough to go around. So the better, the better we all can to find our own personal energy and giving it out to the world, it's going to just be better for everybody. Well, that's so great. You work with a lot of women and you help women, women grow their businesses. You help them build their physiques, but I don't, you were never competing with these women. No, oh my <laughs> God. I mean, the world needs more voices and it drives me crazy when people try to copy what I do or what you do, because it's, it's not that you're copying, but the world wants unique. Yep. There's enough room for everybody. So I love when someone takes flight and soars into their own greatness. That, that's what makes the world better. There's, there needs to be a lot more of us and there's a lot of room. So if you're thinking of really wanting to, you know, grow your wings and do something epic, there's enough women like Kylie and myself to help you along the way. There is no competition. It's collaboration and celebration. Always, always. Oh man, I'm so fired up. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. You're wonderful. 
Well, thank you so much for your time, Kathy. Uh, where can people find you? Um, easy, kathysavage.com. And on Instagram, I'm Kathy Savage Official. I am so grateful for your time. I hope everyone listening to this got something out of it. I know I did. Um, it was a real pleasure and I appreciate you very much. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon, I hope. Thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of Here's the Deal. If you enjoyed this show, please share it out to your friends so we can empower as many people as possible to take control of their lives so they feel their best and they look their best. You can always connect with me on Instagram. My handle is Kylie Fit Yoga. And if you want to learn more about the eight-week program that I have, Lift to Get Lean, check out lifttogetleanwithkylie.com and that is the program where me and my team of coaches help people learn how to track their macros, understand the importance of macronutrient tracking. We give you strength training workouts and the biggest piece of the program is the mindset coaching of it. As you know, nothing changes if you don't change your thoughts. So I look forward to connecting with you in any and all ways. Again, we appreciate your support.